Hey, everybody, it's Ryan Ripley. Wanted to get a new offering in front of you as soon as possible, evidence-based leadership. And so, as you all know, Todd Miller, myself, and Will Seeley, we're big on evidence-based management. We want to apply it to the leadership space. We all know that modern managers face complex challenges every day. You're juggling a lot of needs, your direct reports, your stakeholders, your customers, they all need constant attention. What we want to do is help you manage that. We want you to use information and data to make good decisions around all of these areas so that we're delivering the right thing at the right time for the right customer. And we know that we're doing that because we're using data and evidence to validate all the things that we're doing. And not only that, we're not just looking at value, but we're looking at our capabilities as an organization. Can we deliver on time? Can we innovate effectively? Do we have too much tech debt? Do we have too many things in process? Are we unable to deliver when the market demands that we do? We look at all of these things with evidence-based management. We merge that into a leadership uh, mindset and lens, and we enable you to make new and better decisions repeatedly based off of the data that you're collecting within your organization. It's exciting stuff. We hope you can join us. Visit agileforhumans.com forward slash EBL course. Join us in one of these offerings. We think you're going to love it. Hope you can join us. Use Agile for Humans, the number four to take another 15% off of this course. And uh, we can't wait to see you there. All right. What's up? Todd, it's a new day. It must be a new episode of your daily scrum. It must be. It must I just be. realized I'm wearing a brewery t-shirt for this one. Maybe they'll send you some beer. <laughs> Hill Farmstead, love their beer. Sponsors. <laughs> All right, welcome. This is your Daily Scrum. We are professional scrum trainers, Ryan Ripley and Todd Miller. Together we run Agile for Humans, the premier training company on the planet. All right, maybe North America, maybe Midwest. I don't know. And Pennsylvania. In, yeah, Indiana and Pennsylvania. Um, a small portion of Indiana, a small portion of Pennsylvania. We teach Scrum.org's uh, catalog of Scrum courses. We teach Pro Kanban's catalog of courses. We are content creators, workshop deliverers, liberating structures, aficionados, and a whole bunch of other stuff. Check out the description. Check out our, there you can find our book, Fixing Your Scrum, our website, and all sorts of fun stuff about us. All right, Todd, today, this is kind of a debate we are, we're having mm -hmm. as we're creating uh, a new course. Mm -hmm. yeah? Yeah. Not, it's been actually say, super fun. Can't say no more. We spent all day, but it's going to be awesome. Mm -hmm. But a we kind of had this discussion and we thought, what a fun uh, idea to bring to the show. Is a customer a stakeholder for a scrum team? Todd, I'm going to let you give the wrong answer. <laughs> and then I'm going to, no. How, how are you looking at this? Can you break it down for everybody? Uh, sure. Uh, so I've heard this. I've I actually heard this debate quite a bit and um, I've landed on my opinion for the debate. Uh, so when I think traditionally of a stakeholder, I, I think of somebody that has a vet, vested interest in the outcome, um, but not necessarily a receiver. So when I think of stakeholder, uh, a receiver of what we're building, when I think of a stakeholder, um, I think of somebody that maybe is holding the purse strings, right? They own the money. It could be an office employee whose job is impacted. It could be a salesperson that's going to sell it, a marketing person that needs to market it. Um, I think of a, I, I think of somebody that has a vested interest in the outcome, but is not necessarily a receiver of our product. And um, sometimes when I when I see customer mixed in with not receiver, I think that we get a little confused. So I really like to say stakeholders are stakeholders, 
and customers are customers and um, a, a customer is a receiver of the product that we're building. And I, I try not to get, I try to, to draw a line between the two of them. Um, what do you think? I, I see a stakeholder as, I, I agree with your definition, someone who's invested in the outcome of the product, someone who we see as a trusted partner to help mm -hmm. us understand what we need to build. Um, let me ask a, Let me ask you a question. Here's kind of the question that kind of helps me frame it. We use an online tool to manage our, our the financials of our business, right? Mm -hmm. So if they were to decide that invoicing was going to get pulled out of that tool, are we invested in the outcome of that decision? Yeah, well, so we we are, um, but we're invested as receivers. Right. Right. So they could make that decision. A stakeholder could lobby to make the product owner make that decision. And that product owner makes the decision and the receivers of the product are the ones impacted. Now, indirectly, the receiver, uh, the, the indirectly they're impacted, the stakeholders are impacted probably from some, some kind of financial decision, but we're immediately impacted and going to start looking for a new tool to become the receiver of. Well, and, and that's what I was going to ask you next, because I'm, I'm trying to, to pick apart kind of where you're at with this. If I'm a stakeholder, if I own the, if I have the purse strings for a product and we make a bad decision and we lose revenue or we make a good decision and we gain revenue, aren't I also a receiver of that benefit? I would say that because you have a vested interest is no, you're a receiver, you're a beneficiary of what we've given the receiver. So you, you benefit because you did something positively for the person receiving the product. And I think that's actually a really good discussion to talk about why we measure what we measure. Because, you know, we, we oftentimes say in our classes that you could have very high stakeholder satisfaction, right? They could be receiving or, or they could be the beneficiary of um, financial gains, of new customer gains, maybe. Um, but your customers may not be satisfied. So stakeholders, just because they think they know what should be in the product and you're kind of working through that as a product owner and stakeholders, just because we're squeezing the dollars out of everything, have, it's very expensive for us to maintain that invoicing thing. So let's rip it out. All right. So we're making a distinction here that I think I like. Um, I think you've just kind of swayed. I, I actually do not have a strong opinion here. Hmm. Um, I think you've just pulled me in. We do the same thing when we talk about value. We talk about mm -hmm. outcome and impact. Outcome is for the organization. Impact is for the customer, mm -hmm. right? So mm -hmm. now what you're saying is a stakeholder is more internal, a customer is more the external receiver. Mm -hmm. And measuring those two separately is important just as measuring outcome and impact and using those measures differently is important. So I actually Correct. think this is, an, this is a great distinction. Um, is a customer a stakeholder? I think, Todd, you've just convinced me in the last five minutes um, that yes, we yeah. actually should separate these. Yeah. We should measure them separately. Now, should we talk to a customer constantly about what they need from the product and what their pains and gains do that? Don't be the product owner who guesses. Yeah, please. Yeah, please. <laughs> Don't guess. Don't just talk to the stakeholders. They just want to, you know, increase shareholder value. Well, that's not going to please a customer. Yeah. But I like this. Consider them separate. They should have different types of questions. They have different areas of concern different measures. And as a product owner, you get to balance out yeah. which, what, which, which levers to pull, which measures to look at, just as we think about outcomes and impacts.
Does that yes, make sense? It, it does. And just to draw a line on that, and I, I say this all the time as a product owner, it's maddening that just because one is true does not mean the other is. I've been in situations where I've had really heavy customers and upset stakeholders, believe it or not. Yep. I've been in many situations where I've had um, really happy stakeholders. We built, you built what we said to build, right? Uh, unempowered product owner. And the customers were like, what the heck is this, right? There is really not a correlation. There really should be a correlation between happy customers and happy stakeholders. I don't know, there oftentimes isn't. So, cool. I, uh, I'm swayed. In fact, I'm gonna give you a new banner, Todd. Sweet. Like there you it. go. You yeah, got yeah, it. Yeah. I'm with you. I, so, so I must have built a good case. Then. I feel, the I feel connection good about around what you measure, I think, really swayed me there. And I think that's an important consideration for all the product owners out there, for all the scrum masters out there. Really be careful. I, you know what? I The more I think about it, the more I like it. We can't just lump the customer in because you're going to get these false positives. You're going to get these. Uh, some are happy. Some are not. This distinction is important. So, yeah, Todd, I'm with you. A customer is not a stakeholder. Sweet. Well, let's, see what, let's see what everybody else thinks. Leave us your comments below. We want to know what you think. Is a customer a stakeholder? Yes or no? Um, leave us your comments. Leave us your questions. Your questions turn into videos. Check out the socials. We've been pretty active on Twitter and LinkedIn, especially lately. Like and subscribe. Todd, 35% of the people watching, the numbers are getting better, but they still, they're not subscribed. Can you believe that? I cannot believe that. Please so, like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. It helps us. We're getting close to 5,000 subs. We get to 10,000. We're doing merch. So, hey, if all of you tell a friend, we get there. Uh, check out the videos below. The YouTube algorithm thinks you'll like them. We do, too. Uh, and for as for Todd Miller, I'm Ryan Ripley. Go forward. Do some great scrum things. Don't assume. Always talk to your customer. And we'll check in with you tomorrow. See you. Hey, it's Ryan. If you're enjoying this show and want to take a deeper dive into Scrum with me and Todd, check out agileforhumans.com forward slash training. Be sure to also look at the show notes to subscribe to our newsletter, get a copy of our book, Fixing Your Scrum, and learn more about working with us at Agile for Humans. Thanks for listening and Scrum on. <laughs>